0: Welcome 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 everyone back to another episode of the luminary room a podcast for people who think and do my name is natalie j james and i use she her pronouns and i am the creator and the host of this podcast the luminary room is a source of inspiration and a platform dedicated to highlighting the people who have real life influence on the lives of myself and others as well as their journeys to becoming who they are the luminary room is for people who think and do and on this podcast, we talk we talk to people from all walks of life about many different topics to get to their essential truth. Thanks for joining me here, and I hope that you receive something to take with you. First, Happy New Year, everyone. 2023 is here, and I just want to be the one to say I am excited about what this year has in store for me. If you're listening to this podcast episode, And that means that you made it into this year as well. So congratulations. 2022 was a year that began a complete transformation for me. And I'm looking forward to continuing this transformation in 2023. For today's episode, I felt like I needed to do something very honest that allows me to be completely present and real with you all. Um, It will be brief. So I hope that you all can still glean all that you need to. Um, and find some source, some gemstones of inspiration. Uh, And so this episode is going to be about rest. Yes, rest, 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 indeed. It may seem a little counterintuitive because, of course, the year just began and there are always ample calls for planning, manifestations, and checklists right at the beginning of the year. But my truth is, y'all, I am tired, I am tired and in need of deep rest. So, I really have no other plans than that in this moment. Um, I am a recovering people pleaser, and so I've actually decided to like limit my social media intake during this part of the year because I really have limited brain space and I feel like social media just creates for me so many unnecessary self-comparisons and expectations that actually don't align with who I am as a human being. So it exhausts me (laughs) in more ways than one. So yes, yes, rest is my theme in more ways than one. Um, So since I generally have guests who inspire me on the show, I won't have a guest today, but... Black femmes in general inspire me. (laughs) Nothing new there. Um, Specifically, black femmes who are healers. And I want to talk about, you know, black femmes who are healers in relation to rest. Because um, if you are a black femme, then you know that we really are the ones that care for one another. Um, At the end of the day, if no one else shows up for us, it is absolutely us who has to show up for us. Um, and, you know, in these last few years, since the pandemic began, I've seen so many black women and femmes, um, just kind of show up for ourselves in ways that were brand new and revolutionary. One thing is very clear that we do not have the same pre pandemic capacity to overwork ourselves. We just don't have the same bandwidth. And I mean, we really can't deny it anymore. Black women and femmes are saying, you know, "Mm -mm, get somebody else to do it. And we're standing on that. And let me tell y'all, I had COVID in December, 2022. And that shit was not fun. (laughs) After three years of somehow like evading this virus, I finally caught it. And it made me sit my ass down in a very real way. Before I got COVID, my mind and spirit were begging my body for a break. And you know, I work in retail. And so of course, during the holiday season, retail work is particularly challenging there's also the added element of me being in new orleans where tourism adds an even even thicker layer (laughs) to the exhaustion um, in the retail industry uh sidebar if y'all are ever coming to new orleans and you know you go out for a drink you go out to a restaurant you go out for whatever make sure if they can accept tips you tip your server tip the person who is doing the work because down here, it is another layer. Like it is a whole other situation when it comes to labor. Um, The people who create the atmosphere here work really hard and they deserve to be taken care of. So spend your money, tip well, and yeah, do all those things. So yes, I was working in retail and, um, I was exhausted and I was functioning, but just barely. And I feel like One of the reasons why COVID took hold of me was because my immune system was so vulnerable due to the fact that I wasn't resting. COVID had me in bed for a full week and I was recovering for at least another two weeks. And during that time that I was in bed, I had to be very honest with myself about what my priorities were. Work was taking up more space than it should have been and my body was dealing with the consequences of that. While I had COVID, I couldn't help but notice how many other Black femmes around me were also sick. And even still, like, this is, I'm recording this in January (laughs) 2023. And so many of the Black femmes around me are like, yeah, I got sick. I'm sick. I'm recovering from being sick, you know, from friends to family and community members. So many of us are sick or were sick and are sick and are still like recovering. And I feel like collectively, We're all being told to just sit it on down. One of my first major lessons about rest actually came during the first and second years of the pandemic. Um, These lessons actually came through the medium of massage therapy. And I got a therapeutic massage for the first time in December, 2020. And that is really when I learned just how numb and stressed I really was because I wasn't actually resting. I realized that not only was I numb, but that I was actively numbing myself. And, uh, you know, the stress of the year 2020, coupled with the lack of physical touch during that year, added to, you know, <laughs> my coping mechanisms with food as a cherry on top. Um, you know, uh, my body just came, became overwhelmed with stress and pain, and for weeks, I was unable to bend one of my legs, like literally getting into the tub was such a challenge. And it seemed that no amount of stretching could help. So I was like, I need to do something. And I decided to start getting massages because I knew I needed healing through physical touch. So I found Miss Christina, um, a beautiful black woman at her black owned spa in Indianapolis. Um, During our first session, we talked about my life, my work, Um, and everything else. And she told me that she'd been doing massage therapy for about 30 years. She said she got her first massage while on a cruise with her husband and they loved it. And so they've been in business ever since. And from the moment that I got onto the table, Miss Christina was able to read my body. And let me tell you, you cannot lie to like real healers, to real body workers, because your body, like your body knows. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> your body knows what's going on in your mind. Your body knows what's going on in your spirit. Like, and it will tell on you, and they know. And it's not even that I was like lying or trying to lie to Ms. Christina about how I was feeling or anything. She was just seeing me and hearing me with more than her eyes and ears. And so, where I often saw strength in my body. She helped me to see the real underlying tension and stress that was present. During that first session, she worked out the pain in my leg and thank goodness, <laughs> And since December 2020, that pain hasn't returned. Um, that experience was so profound to me because I was aware that you know, my body holds on to things, but I was so unaware of just how wise and intelligent it really is. And after I'd been going to um, Miss Christina consistently for a few months, I remember going to the spa feeling particularly good one day. You know, I didn't feel heavy or stressed out and I was excited to finally be feeling <laughs> chill. And I got to the spa and I remember telling Miss Christina how good I was feeling and I was so excited for her to me after we completed the session because I am a Virgo rising. <laughs> and I remember getting off the table and getting dressed. I went to the checkout and I looked at Miss Christina and she had such a deeply concerned look on her face. And she said to me, you know, you need to let go of whatever it is that's stressing you out because it's going to kill you. And I was so shocked in that moment because one, my body was holding that much stress and two, I had been so disconnected from my body that I couldn't even tell how much stress my life was putting on my body. And that scared the hell out of me. It dawned on me in that moment that I had to take a really intense look at my life in a very real way. I had been living my life in a state of numbness and I was tuned out of just how exhausted I actually was. I had to somehow figure out a way to be more present and in tune with my mind, body, and spirit so that I could feel God and sense what I need. Enter rest. In July 2021, I had an unexpected and completely life-altering conversation with my long, long with my uh, lifelong friend's older sister. The topic of the conversation was a job, but the underlying premise was new life and challenging my perception of who I was and what I deserved. She was basically asking me to be open to living my life more abundantly. We talked about the reality of my work situation and whether it was really supporting the life I wanted for myself. Capricorn women are not to be played with, honey. That conversation opened the door to a whole world of contemplation and possibility for me. I really had to be honest with myself about whether I was living a life of obligation or freedom. The first thing I had to do was examine where I was. I was working a job that I enjoyed to a certain extent, but that required more compromise and sacrifice for me in ways I was really unwilling to give. I was the only black person and person of color, not just on the team, but in the history of the organization. And I struggled to make space for myself. You know, as is often the case in the nonprofit sector, I felt overworked and underpaid, and I wasn't in agreement with leadership about the work I was doing. That situation alone was putting me under major stress, which Ms. Christina clocked during our first session. And I was also living in a city that never really felt like my home and that constantly put more pressure on my nervous system. So that conversation prompted the chain of events that led to my present shedding and transformation. And today, I'm feeling the need for another radical transformation through rest. A year ago, I knew that if I didn't leave my job, that it would make me sick. And a year later, my body is telling me that change is once again on the horizon. But in order to gain clarity and move forward, I have to rest, which is the hard part. I am the kind of person that believes in action, that believes action is the best response to everything. If I really want to do something or achieve something, I just kind of go do it. Um, In January 2022, I decided to leave my job to write full time. And by the end of February, I did it. April 2022, I decided that I wanted to move to New Orleans. And by June, I was here. But in this season of my transformation, what my being requires is transformation through rest and intentional rest at that sometimes we have to slow down and gain clarity in order to move forward sustainably and if i'm being completely honest i'm in a major moment of haziness and it's partially because i haven't been slowing down enough to hear spirit or my body i know that there are a lot of shifts on the horizon but if i don't rest then i won't be prepared for them and this is why i've been more intentional about practicing asking for help and in this season Capricorn placements have been immensely helpful to me in this, um, part of my life. And if you're unfamiliar with, um, astrology in general, or like Capricorn, uh, astrological sign Capricorn, think about the mountain goat. There's always a photo circulating on the internet of a mountain goat climbing the mountain, like (laughs) sideways. You know, um, and it's these little ass like steps, maybe like just a few inches wide. But these mountain goats are just inching up the mountain little by little. And I say, I would say that that's one of the best representations of Capricorn because they're known to be the builders of the Zodiac. They, They understand the value of building something, taking something from beginning to end step by step and seeing it through. And so this past Capricorn season really reminded me the value of building. Um, I'm currently building a whole new version of myself, building a new approach to spirituality, building a new life, building a new outlook on life, and building a new career. And I don't have to rush myself. And I really shouldn't because each brick requires tender placement. Each step up the mountain requires attention and time and care. And I won't lie. I'm feeling really overwhelmed in a lot of ways because I am transforming myself while many different elements in my life were shifting as well. And, you know, I'm struggling a bit to practice the things that keep me grounded and breathing, but I'm still filled with gratitude. Why? One, because I have incredible community members that only requests that I reach out for help and they, they will 100% support me, whether that's like making pancakes together or having a conversation where I can cry or just being present to witness, you know? And another reason is why, um, and another reason why is because, um, why I'm filled with gratitude is because I can feel my body telling me to pay attention to it now. I can feel my body's desire for rest and rejuvenation and I can feel it therefore I can listen to it Um, and I'm grateful because as I just told y'all like there was a time before where I wasn't able to do that now there are open lines of communication between all of the parts of my body mind and spirit and I'm making room for my intuition to thrive Uh, For this episode's Vacation Braids segment, I'd like to offer you all the books that I've started off with for 2023. Um, The way I'm centering rest, you know, rejuvenation and all of the things is really by like learning from other folks, other Black femmes, other like deeply spiritual people, other like people who are living their lives intentionally um, what it means to really like Rest to be able to like hear myself, to get, you know, closer to myself. Um, And one of my major goals this year is really just to get deeper (laughs) into myself. Like, as I say, I'm going through this transformation and knowing myself and caring for myself more holistically um, are really some major, major goals. So I am always looking for the guidance. In the last few weeks, I've been able to find some really, really beautiful texts. So... First, we've got uh, the Radical Self Love Journal, which is a daily like prompted journal that was co-written by um, Sonia Renee Taylor and Adrian Marie Brown. And you know, I first saw this self love journal, I think the end of last year, I want to say, when a coworker like had one at work, and I thought it was one. It's like purple, and it's got these flowers on it, and it's so pretty. And that really drew my attention. But then they meant, she mentioned, you know, my coworker mentioned like who wrote it. And I've been a fan of Sonia Renee Taylor and Adrian Marie Brown. Um, and so I was like, huh, that would be a really dope journal to kind of start off this year. And so as I was like going um, to a local bookstore, shout out to the community bookstore on Bayou Road, uh, Mama Jen and Mama Vera. I went into the bookstore to look for a journal, just an empty, you know, journal, lying journal, because um, my other one has been filled up. And I saw this the Radical Self-Love Journal again. And I was like, okay, now I got to pick it up because um, I feel like I really need this in my life. And I think I've been journaling for years, you know, as a writer, like writing down my thoughts was like the first way I was able to process ideas. And so, but I've never really like taken to prompted journals. Um, I think I've always just kind of felt intimidated, but, uh, the radical self-love journal feels really good to be working with because it just, it starts with like your essential truth and just asks you to really take time to get deeper into yourself. And that's exactly what I need. Um, So yes, the Radical Self-Love Journal is one of the tools in my tool belt this year. Um, Another book, which I have been raving about, like I am a bookseller. So, you know, if you are reading this book also in the city of New Orleans, i probably put you onto it (laughs) because I will not stop talking about it. I rave to every customer who will talk to me um, about this book and it's called Undrowned by alexis pauline gum's black feminist lessons from marine mammals and of course it's a queer black femme who would even come up with something like this but undrowned is essentially about how we can learn black feminist lessons from marine mammals like dolphins and whales you know like how we can learn to love and breathe and collaborate how we can learn to be better human beings and part of this like <laughs> simulation that we're all in by really looking to marine life. Um, and I think it's such a beautiful way to approach this like this journey, to approach this like endeavor, right, to be a better human being. Because animals don't do anything that they're not supposed to do. Like they don't do the extra shit. <laughs> It's really just us humans that do the extra shit, you know? Um they know what their place is in the ecosystem, and they just do it. <laughs> and so undrowned is really just that reminder to connect with that most essential animal, like part of yourself um, for the sake of not just yourself, but the sake of like, but for the sake of like humanity in the world at large. So, yeah. I'm reading *Undrowned* and really excited to be to be getting getting into it. Um, shout out to Alexis Pauline Gumbs. The next book I'm currently reading is *The Body Is Not an Apology* by Sonia Renee Taylor. Now, I've been following Sonia Renee Taylor for a number of years, but I never picked up *The Body Is Not an Apology*. And I feel like um, I don't read things before it's my time to read them. You know, like, it's the same reason why, like, in undergrad, I um, honestly didn't really read a lot of feminist, Black feminist, like, literature. Um, I started reading, actually, after I graduated, and I feel like I was really able to receive more than I would have been in undergrad, and just because of where I was in life. And so I'm excited to really be getting into The Body is Not an Apology, um, because it's essentially talking about, like, radical self-love. Um, of yourself, of your body, going further than just self-acceptance, self-confidence, and self-esteem, and really digging into like, no, 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 like I love myself wholly and fully. And what does that look like? What does that verb look like? Like, what does that look like in practice? And so, yes, I'm really, really excited um, to be reading it because I think we could all do... um, with loving ourselves just a little bit deeper. And as I endeavor to do that every single day, that book is, it has been really, really helpful. So thank you, Sonia Renee Taylor for writing it. Um, the third book I'll talk about is Pleasure Activism by Adrian Marie Brown. Now I haven't gotten into pleasure activism yet, but I have been in recent years have been accepting how important it is for me to do things that I actually like, things that are pleasurable to me, and how like things that are pleasurable to me can actually be good for society at large, can be great for my community, can be great for my life. I think as a person who was like raised to become a Black woman and who, who was conditioned to become a Black woman, there's a very specific labor that comes with that identity that requires that you kind of deny pleasure in a way you know it asked you to deny pleasure for the sake of like saving the world and that's just not something I'm interested in any longer it's not good for my body it's not good for my mind it's not good for my spirit and so I'm really looking forward to kind of taking on more or doing more of the things that feel good to me um And so pleasure activism is all about that and really excited to dig into that shout out to adrian marie brown um yes so that is my vacation braids uh that is what is currently like rejuvenating me making me feel full making me feel rested and beckoning me to a higher version of myself um thank you all for listening Uh, to this episode of the Luminary Room. Um, I hope Aquarius season is good to you all. And I hope that you found something to take with you. I'll talk to you next time.